What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. a uh, list of well, I'm sorry I already started recording oh you did <laughs> I it's don't been have a list. while since I've done that okay I don't have a list either we should um, never have a list hey cartoon casuals back what's up it folks? Says, yeah and oh by the way I think within I'm not gonna say what's going on but I'll be around the edge of it oh yeah um, are you gonna beat around the bush so to speak yeah um so is the music still up yes you st- the, the music is still Holy on cow. hey folks we swear up and down we know what we're doing Okay. Ever since Paul got this Bluetooth speaker, he doesn't understand those how radio waves work. I guess I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to it goes through my head and then it's out in the into the box, the big box, the big box. Um, as we think, I know a lot of you uh, listeners out there have been following us, and you kind of guess that sometimes we're like the week before or half week before that kind. Of, yeah, we think that coming up within a couple weeks will be more uh, on schedule. Yes, ish. Like we have, if an event's coming up the next couple of days or that weekend, for example, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll be mm-hmm. that weekend. Yes. We can promote things during the week. Yeah. There you go. I'm not going to say why. Big changes. Also, yeah. find us on Spotify. Oh, that's the big news. Yeah. Pandora, Alexa. You can tune your Alexa. Be like, hey, Alexa, oh. play Cartoon Casual. Or just say, hey, Alexa. Alexa, play- never play Cartoon yeah. Casual. Ne- ever again. Never. <laughs> Yes, playing all cartoon casual episodes at the same time. <laughs> Boop, playing all yeah. yeah, it makes it a little noise. I fucking hope getting cartoon casual podcast. So yeah, uh, we we've always said, oh, just this is a cartoon casual podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts, which hasn't been the case in a while because they had standards. Spotify <laughs> has lowered their standards. It's like once Joe Rogan got on there, they're like, yeah. oh, we don't have any fucking standards anymore. Right. Right. Oh, by the way, fairly recently, one of my favorite artists was interviewed on there, and I haven't finished the interview yet with her on Spotify. Her, there's your big hand. Favorite artist. One of my favorite artists. LP? No. No. Uh, Jewel. Is oh, yeah. By. I did see that posted. I, yeah. I, I need to listen to that, because I like Jewel. You're going to like her more, probably, because I thought, because I knew I liked her, and I read about her some years and years ago, but after this, Joe Rogan had no idea about her history. I mean, she went through the whole thing. He just kept asking her, and she... Started kind of from the beginning and where her family came from and why and where they lived up there and some of the some of the bullshit she had to go through, which I remember hearing some of it, but it goes into more detail. And I still like an hour to go. It's like the three hour and 45 minute oh, shit. podcast or something like that. But it's I'm really I'm this kind of um, I'm glad I really liked her before and I kind of knew why. But now I'm like, yeah, I really like it. And there was some footage of her playing in the coffee shop that they they found. Um, where, where she played when she was discovered. Oh, right on. For okay. playing a song. And uh, I think there's a couple moments there when Joe got a little teary-eyed when she was explaining some things that were going on with her life. I it's think. all the steroids. It makes him That's emotional. It, it, it <laughs> makes you squeeze out like a like a, you're squeezing a lemon. He's Just, crying tears of pure testosterone. Is that is what, what it is? is? Yeah, dribbling down. <laughs> is that why he's kind of licking his side of his mouth? Always. Kind of re-catch it, don't want to lose it. Rubs, rubs those tears on his... Uh, on those biceps. But so the long of the story is that Spotify has dropped their standards and they picked up, you, you asked if you picked up and they went, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a handful of other ones too. Also, I will, uh, I, I don't think anybody from Podbean will ever hear this, but a shout out to Podbean for, for growing as a company, making things so much easier. Oh, it is now. For podcasters to just add to different services because they're like to like 15, 18 different podcast services that I didn't even know that they, that, that you can, it's literally just click plus. 
Mm-hmm. Add to this, and then it'll take you to another page. Do this, and do this, and this, and then. Nice. Cool. So much easier. So much easier than it was before. So, it, welcome. We have 25% higher listenership. You said welcome in, in all like new listeners. In like two days. Yeah. Three days. Something re- like that. Yeah. So, that's good. So, just like Jewel got discovered in a coffee shop, we're going to get discovered on... In a dumpster. <laughs> at the landfill. <laughs> Under 50 feet of crap. You guys have heard about dumpster fires? Yeah, well. We're the dumpster podcast. Dumpster cast. Yeah. By let's, Cartoon Casual. Let's, let's have that one. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about the, uh, the new schedule that we can kind of tighten up because we're going to be able to have, uh, different acts come through town and kind of push that a little bit. We know that we can make it happen and be more pertinent calendar wise. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's going to be great. Looking forward to that. Very much so. And, um, uh, oh my God. You're going to be all right. Uh, data just dropped. It was just like I had a data drop. So like a data dump, dump out. Not, yeah. Not dump. Oh, it's in. gone. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. In. Yeah. Well, that sucks. So you went to uh, Prescott. Uh, I did go to recently. Prescott. Yeah, yeah, a couple of friends of mine got married, and uh, initially I was asked to bartend. And mm-hmm. then uh, about a month or so ago, they said, "Hey, we don't have anybody to officiate." It's cool. I can do that. Mm-hmm. So we pulled do- double duty. It was fun. It was a good time. And they said we don't need anybody to build the the location. Could you come out and? Yeah, uh... right. <laughs> and I kept getting that. Like somebody asked me, like, "Well, man." Did you uh did you build the arbor too and, and did this and that and I'm like no you're hilarious no I'm just officiating and then bartending a bunch of the people there didn't know that I was doing double duty so that like they and they just had, that was the first time they'd ever met me mm-hmm. so I you know walk up on the stage with the the groom bride comes out to play the music which was cool because she came out to a beautiful rendition uh it wasn't the bridal march and it definitely wasn't uh, what is the one that everybody's been doing lately. Oh, with for their, with their 10, 15 years. Oh, God, I can never remember what it's called. Shit. Can you look it up? No, I can't do it. Oh, God damn it. I have. I should know this song. God. We played it, it in orchestra when I was in like eighth grade. It's a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful song. It's a, it's an old, it's been it's, around. It's a Mozart. It's a classic. Oh, really? So it is a classic. I, we would consider that to be that's classic. What, well, that's what people, that that's what Think people have been doing, uh, it's been trendy for probably 15 or 20 years instead of instead of that it's the that thing yes god damn i know what you're talking about now yeah it does sound like mozart it kind of sounds like mozart it's very pretty tune it's a pretty tune Put it up oh, on it's the. Gonna, uh, it's gonna make me so mad. Can that you put I, it on the? Uh, no, on the microphone. No, I it? fucking. I, I. I. I can't think of what it is. Oh God, it's so stupid, and uh, that I can't come up with it. Anyway, mm-hmm. she didn't do. She came out to a beautiful rendition of La Vie en Rose. Oh, it was a beautiful female singer. And did you I, know that was happening? I did know that was happening because uh, the bride had told me that maybe six or eight months ago. That I said, you know, mm-hmm. way to buck, like the trend, mm-hmm. because every wedding I've been to in the past probably. 10 years, 15 it was, years. It was fitting, right? It has like, a, oh, this is a nice It was change, so fitting. God. It really was. It was yeah. so fitting. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, although, you know, interruptions aside, uh, like I told you about, mm-hmm. a, a, right in the middle of uh, the ceremony that I was performing, a gentleman decided to start up his Harley uh, right out because we we're in an outside outdoor venue and he was do, right do out you, like, on the street. Do you like hurry up and scurry along or do you stand there and blah, 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 blah for a while? With the uh, pipes aiming He, he was just bat, bat, doing that. Right. Fu- yeah, we get it. You have a Harley. You overpaid for something that's a clunker. <laughs> Fucking unpopular opinion. Right. It was just it just was the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. 
and it, 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 he did it, it probably 15 seconds before he took off. But of course, oh. he took off and tore ass out of sure. there. I'm like, God damn look it. Look at me. Look at me. But you know what? That guy didn't know that there was a wedding going on. True. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So I, I got done uh, officiating and uh, so like they go off and take pictures, stuff like that. And I just walked inside and I shook, you know, uh, bride's like the, her dad's hand and, mm. and what a so I walked inside and uh walked right behind the bar and just started pouring beer for people and people are like there were a handful of people who go weren't you the, weren't you the guy and i'm like i am the guy but now i'm your guy now i'm, with, now, uh, now, now, I'm now, really now, your guy now i'm really your guy because i'm the one with the alcohol and now but up just, there i didn't have a tip jar got a tip jar yeah, now i had a tip vase <laughs> oh a va- vase yeah a vase some one of the uh ladies that was doing the catering there's probably five or six people doing the catering for the wedding mm-hmm. um they, she came up and she goes, do you need a tip jar? And I said, yeah, I do. I didn't even think to bring one. She goes, I'll find you something. And rooting around in the back, they have like glassware and shit, like uh, vases, vases, whatever, and shit that people <laughs> have just, left. I would say no decorations. I'm just saying vase just to be well, a dick. They, they left these decorations behind from previous weddings. So she just brought out a vase, just a clear vase. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think if it's clear, it's a vase. So <laughs> gave it brought out be. a clear vase. And uh, I <laughs> like... I immediately had a $20 bill, $100 bill, $20 bill, another $100 nice. bill. And I was like, God damn. I didn't know you motherfuckers had money. Well, what it is probably, if they, if they know they're going to be there all night drink, that's a much easier way to do it. I'm telling you right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. If you're yep. going to tip a lot anyway, or Especially you, rather than two or three or five bucks a drink, just fucking put a 50. If it's a, yeah, if it's a five, and, it, and it, well, it's an open, it was open, open oh. bar. It was only two, I only had two beers. There was no wine. There was no, they, they people were encouraged to bring their own wine. If they wanted, they had a full liquor license in that establishment. So you could, could they bring their own, own booze? If yeah, they no, that's to? a couple people okay. did. Not very many people because there were there really weren't. It wasn't a big wedding. It was under fifty people. I could see on certain days, like there are certain days that I want to have a nice relaxed buzz, but I don't want a big belchy beer mm-hmm. or something. And I so I want to do a couple shots of something and get a nice cool buzz and some tasty, tasty waves and a nice cool fun. buzz. Yeah, right. That's what it, I want. It's anyway. Yeah. Uh, I am also that way. Um, sometimes I just don't want to drink a bunch of beer, Did especially we talk about a bef- big heavy meal or something like that. Fuck no. Did we talk about before? I used to when I first moved here in the first house, and I was going downtown a lot, and I would exercise, and then I'd be taking a shower, and then right before I would take a beer, take a beer, really, I would take a shot. Well, I take a no, I take a beer into the shower, whatever, drink a beer, have a shower beer, real quick, you know, <laughs> and then I would metabolize it, so I, I knew that was that was that was fine, and then I would. Take a shot of uh, of uh, of um, uh, tequila, but then immediately start driving and get downtown before it kicked in. Now the qu- my theory was is that it's not gonna if I get pulled over for whatever reason it's not gonna it's not gonna register, register yet. Nope, because it's not processed. Probably not. But now I'm down there. Now I've got my buzz is starting to kind of go a little bit, and I can sit down and relax and and already be relaxed. And then I start ordering other alcohol alcohols, alcohols, many more alcohols. Would like an alcohol, please. Yes, one that's alcohol, how I order please. now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I heard a, a a little birdie told me you closed down Sporties a couple weeks ago. A few I did. weeks ago, yeah, good for you. Did. After I went home and we parted ways, you yeah. just kept going. Good for you, man. You're 78 uh, years old. And you still <laughs> fucking party up. <laughs> Who was there? It was, uh, I guess, Julia was there, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. It. she and I. Cl- we went. To- Kevin, I think, or Ke- uh, not, uh, yeah, from the wine bar. Yeah, he showed up there later. I th- well, we just decided. I did not want to go to Sporties, and then Julie kind of, well, come on, let's just go and hang out there from, okay, whatever. I think I had one alcohol and just stated and just talked, had a great conversation with several different people outside, and, and yeah, we basically closed it down, whatever it was, two or three in the morning. It's been a while. Yeah. 
So yeah, the story I got was that you looked at your watch and went, "Holy shit, it's fucking one forty-five. Oh, yeah, I think, it was, yeah. I think it was one forty-five. Right, it, right yeah. before they call last call. So funny. Yeah. So it's, it's nice when you don't notice that. Right. It sounds like you were having a good time. I was asleep. Yeah. I was the responsible adult. I, I was surprised at myself for staying up that late. But anyway, obviously it was fun. But and I know that sporties have changed a little bit lately. I, I wonder if it's ever gonna be the spot it was. It might take a while. Again. You know what? I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't have a good answer to that. I know that uh, the clientele seemingly has changed a bit, but it's still it's still uh, it's still sporties, and it's still the downtown dive bar. I think until somebody probably, opens uh, somebody else opens up another one. Yeah. Uh oh my god! Wow. Let me tell you, folks. Oh, I have a. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I, God damn go it, ahead. Paul. No, wait, no, no, Jesus, I'll remember. Did you did you recall your your data dump that you left? No, uh, but I have something on my notes here. Believe it or not. And what then, do you but, got? But uh, no, but there's something on my notes in my head right now. I told you about the special event that's happening December sixth. Uh, yes, December sixth. Uh, and there's a topic that came up about this certain person, what he likes. We're gonna have a big cake for this person. Right. We're gonna go public in a handful of days. By the way, on this. Okay. We have our meeting in a couple days, and then we're gonna go. Get this simple website up and Facebook page, and then we're going to announce to the world what's going on, which will be the first part of December for one day. And this person that we're celebrating, um, we learned he really likes coconut cream pie. So I asked a few people, I said, kind of want to go local because I want to go local. And two people both said, you know what you need to do probably is just go to Lilo's. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my first suggestion. Right, but isn't it's there more, someone that can do a killer coconut cream I'm pie? I'm sure in town? I could do a killer coconut cream I pie. I know I've you never could. made one, but I but you I can feel follow like directions some, and you have an oven. Yeah, and you can. I follow, do have an oven. Amazingly enough, follow directions. Yeah. Right. So, and I don't want to make it, and I can't at the moment anyway. And I don't want to. I don't want to impose upon somebody. This other person said, "Well, you know, I would. That's not my forte in pies. I went, I'm not asking you to make this pie. No, I'm. I'm not. Joe's turning me off." Now it's turning me on. No, no, no. That was too loud. That was it's still recording. No, it's just the volume that you have in your ears. You're just too okay. fucking loud on my ears. It's gotcha. fine. But okay. this thing is dusty, and yeah, we I need gotcha. to. I need to get some canned air and blow out all the. I have some canned bullshit. air. Bullshit. But it's yeah. not here. Oh, that's downstairs. Anyway. Oh, okay, that's fine. Anyway. Um. So, this person goes, "Well, that's not the kind of pie I normally make," and I went, "I'm not. I'm believe it or not, I'm not asking you to make this pie." I just wanted your opinion on who, what establishment would be the place you would get. And they went, probably Lilo's. Lilo's, yeah. All right, well, I could fly there and get one. I can order one and say this is for a special person or this big thing. You, yeah, you could if you, well, I don't know. It depends on who you get. If you get the German owners, they might not. <laughs> oh, yeah. For reasons <laughs> like, that won't hey, be disclosed at the moment. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, I would call them and, and you know that morning or the day before and say, hey, listen. Before. This is a special occasion. This person absolutely loves coconut cream pies. You guys have the absolute best I've ever had. I want to fly there and pick one up, but I want to make sure that you guys have one before I waste right, the so time. I make one, put my name I mean, on I'll it. Fly, I'm flying from I'll Kingman. I'll pay for it now. Yeah. yeah. Now, I also don't want to fly that morning and pick it up in case the weather is not great, or I, I don't want to be fucking around with that kind oh, of shit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Now, so if I fly there the day before, that's fine, right? Throw it in the refrigerator. It should be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Not, not a problem. Okay, just gonna make this gotta be right. You know, what I'm saying this is like a once in a lifetime situation. Yes, very much so. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's the that's my little short topic on the pie. The pie. Uh, you were gonna say something. Yeah. Then now you, you forgot. Mm-mm. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Okay. 
No, I was going to touch on visiting Prescott without getting into the negativity oh. that we talked about for an hour and a half before I got here. I, I had a handful of bad experiences all compounded into 48 hours that just made me have a real bad taste in my mouth. And I figured Joe had been to Prescott more than he has twice. because he's been here. He's I, only been to Prescott twice. You've been here for how many years? I know. Well, I know I went to Prescott a bunch of times when I was a kid. Doesn't count. But I don't remember that. My grandfather would come up to the VA because they have a huge VA hospital right. there. Um, that doesn't count. <coughs> As me. an adult, you've been there twice. As an adult, I've been there twice. This is the second time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, there's a place there. Folks, you need to, if you are even within 20 miles of Prescott, go to Superstition Meadery. They make some of the best. Meats. It's No, not meat. <laughs> mead. I'm kidding. Mead. I got it. Um, there should be a meat meatery though. Uh, there, there is a meatery. Actually, our friends Trace and Kendra were in New Orleans last week, and they went to and, a meatery. They went to Toops. Isaac Toops is a, a Cajun chef okay. from New Orleans. Toops meatery. Are they having? Meat. Are they back yet? Yeah, they got back uh, yesterday. Have you been yeah, communicating yesterday. with them while they were down there? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They have a good time. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Good. Lots back, of great back food. To the but they, but the, the, Toops. I don't know if Toops has a Michelin star. He fucking should. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have some crazy shit on the menu, and it's mostly uh, Cajun. It's Cajun, uh, kind of like backwoods Cajun stuff. Ooh, ooh, right? Yes, gotcha. very much so. Like foie gras torchon, like just like like I would, uh, yeah, I would love to go there. Uh, rabbit. There's a bunch of there's a weird bunch of weird shit. Boudin balls. Have you ever had boudin? No sausage like blood sausage. They're, they had, had blood are, sausage. Yeah, but. so it's boudin is the is the Cajun like version Word of blood for sausage. It. Okay. Yeah. So uh, boudin balls like on the I don't know they're I don't know I don't know exactly what's in them, but it just fucking sounds delicious. I told Trace I'm like, buddy, you need to have all that. Did he have that? Yeah. Or do you know? He yeah, had, he sent he me a that. shitload of pictures. I think I, I think he sent me about forty pictures of, okay. of his meal because he and I both were were amateur cooks basically, mm-hmm. but we love elevated shit like that. And Isaac Toops is he and I both love the the guy because he's a complete and total fucking whack job, mm-hmm. like just born to have his own TV show and he doesn't. And I don't know why, but he's on he's all over um, like YouTube, like with the um, Munchies, which is owned by Vice, and that's like their whole Vice's like like chef wing of like videos and whatnot. And then they okay. have. So he probably, bon gets, probably gets some kitchen. money from that. He probably gets. Oh shit! Yeah, no, okay. no, he, he does. But his thing is, I think he has two restaurants, and then the the meatery, the Toops Meatery mm-hmm. in uh, New Orleans, is pretty much world renowned as taking uh, and the only place in the world really taking old Cajun recipes and putting them in a fine dining situation without doing dumbass shit like. Uh, uh, the molecular molecular gastronomy shit is really fucking cool. I love those Spanish chefs, Jose Andres, and all those guys that that pioneered that stuff, or like the, um, uh, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, taken apart version of this, and I'm like, fucking nobody cares. They, they want right. this. So what he's taken is like taken fine dining or, or t- taken country people food, like Cajun food, okay. and brought it into a fine dining situation and elevated it without making it, you know. Just totally uh, weirdly pretentious yeah, or something. Yeah, very pretentious. And most yeah. of them are really pretentious. Right. Um, but he also he got to a point where he couldn't find any suppliers to do certain things, so he just started making his own shit himself. And that's how he built his, not an empire, because I think he's only got like two restaurants, mm-hmm. but the dude's world famous and world renowned and very well respected among chefs. Nice. Anyway, I didn't go there. Trace did. And he liked I, it. I went to Superstition Mead- Meadery, Meadery, where they yes. make mead, honey wine, mm-hmm. which is delicious. I've it made is, it before. It is wonderful, yeah. 
Um, they have some meads at the cellar door, don't they? They do. They have. They actually have. I think they have two meads from Superstition. This podcast but, episode, by the way, is brought to you by Cellar Door Downtown Kingman, Arizona. Cellar Door Wine Bar Downtown Kingman, Arizona. Historical Check beautiful downtown. Historical beautiful downtown Kingman, Arizona. The Cellar Door may cause nausea and vomiting if you consume too much. Just no, confuse. Usually, it's after you leave the cellar door and go to Sporties and close it down. That's when the that's when start. you boot. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, Yes, they have at least 25 different meads on tap and ciders because their license allows for them to make mead and cider and wine, technically. So it's a different license to make mead than it is to make beer? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's dumb. It's archaic, and it's something the Craft Brewers Guild in Arizona has been trying to change. That they put it as like their mission, I think, uh, for 2022. Last I heard, their mission for 2022 is to make it so the Series 3 microbrew license, which is what Blackbridge has and every other uh, microbrewery in the state has a Series 3 license. And, uh, it can make ha- meads. We'll be able to make mead and cider. Right now, if you want to make mead or cider, you have to get the winery license, which requires acreage and this and that and the other. And it's just, it's a it's, okay, so it's BS. It's, do, do, you it's, think, do you think the mead people are trying to keep that from happening? No, I don't think so at all, because okay. there's not very many mead people in the state. Mead. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like not. They're, two. Maybe. Three, maybe. Oh, I was not far off. I do know that something I found out yesterday, Superstition Meadery in downtown Prescott, is the they're the largest manufacturer of mead in the United States. No shit. Yeah, and they've won lots of awards, including oh, it's good some, stuff. The stuff I've had from them was good. They won an award for mead. They went. They. I can't fucking believe that. And I tried some of this from the the, the batch. The, the the woman there. If you guys go to Prescott, fucking ask for Mariana. She's fucking awesome, and she knows her shit. She, I, we got to talking, and she told me, da, 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 and I'm like, wait, you want an award in Sweden for your mead? The home of Vikings? The home of mead where fucking mead was mm-hmm. born? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they weren't fucking happy about it. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And then I asked her if she they sail seen... across the ocean and try to come back for... I fucking hope not, you know? <laughs> I Oh, Off God. with their heads. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking blew my mind. I When I saw that, it says a gold medal uh, winning and best in show. So they won a gold medal in the category of mead, and then they won, like, best overall. Good for them. In Sweden. Holy shit. And that's, I could tell by the name of the contest and where it was at. It wasn't one of those... Um, Folks, I don't know. I hate to blow the lid off this, but there's a lot of places where you see like award-winning wine or award-winning sure. whiskey or award-winning that. They, those people paid everybody that enters in and pays a thousand bucks or five thousand award. Whatever, they get an award. Mm-hmm. It's a marketing gimmick. It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which is why Wine Spectator magazine, they do everything blind tasting, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like the you know they're like the they're yeah. the standard. Yeah. They do blind tastings, and if you score like the what is the uh, two buck chuck, mm-hmm. the uh, Charles. Which is now Schwab. now no longer two. I guess it's, it's three. three or I think five it's three or, or four. It's, it's, it's going no up. more than four. Yeah, <clears throat> that that wine there, um, Zin. It's an old vine Zin. It's like two two to four dollars at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Scored it like a ninety eight out of a hundred for wine spectator in Wine Spectator magazine probably ten fifteen years ago. And that's when people started realizing, oh shit, there's a lot of dumb shit that goes along. It goes on when it comes to wine. Sure. Some of that stuff happens in beer, but not really as much because it's not as the beer people are typically not as snobby and highfalutin hoity as the yeah, hoity toity. There's also not a lot of regional squabbles when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, when it comes to beer. 
Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like the the uh, the Germans always they because they they've perfected beer, right? Mm-hmm. They just they're like, yeah, we know how to do that. We don't need to change anything. And they talk shit about the Belgians because the Belgians use wild yeast, and they say, oh, it's, the Belgians let the horse drink from the beer trough. That's how they ferment the beer. Like they they <laughs> I've I've read this shit before. Like they say right. they talk that shit. But uh, that aside, there's really no shit talking that goes along with beer. Mm-hmm. A lot when it comes to wine, and even more so with mead because of the community so much smaller. Mm-hmm. So I started reading it, and I'm like, holy shit. And I, so I looked it up online, looked at the tasting notes that the judges, and it, was, it wasn't even fucking close. They, they're graded on a 100-point scale. The uh, mead that they entered um, in, uh, in Sweden, the Superstition Meadery, the mead that they entered scored 99 out of 100 on a 100-point wow. scale. The second place below them mm-hmm. was 70-something, like Ooh. 77 or something like Ooh. that, and just annihilated a them. C. Some, yeah, no shit. Oh, <laughs> man, I was so pumped to see that. Not how, that, how long ago not, was this? Not, do you remember? Last year. Oh, wow. Uh, to, okay. uh, 20, uh, 2019. 2019. And a few yeah. people like to try some superstition mead. You can certainly try yeah, it at, at the cellar door. Cellar door, downtown. <laughs> King well, they, and they, I will say this, and I spoke with Jeremy about this. They had the cellar door has a limited selection of yeah, superstition meadery because they don't distribute very much because they sell so much Dude. out of uh, Prescott. That was a spider. Did you get bit by a spider? No, I didn't. I flung oh. him off, and he's Jeez. over there somewhere. Oh, cool. Thanks for not killing him. So now, yeah, he's was around. it a big spider? No. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, what Joe. The f- Oh, anyway, why can't you get to play fucking fumigated or something? I don't know. Um, so anyway, so they distribute. They don't distribute very much of their mead because they make such small batches that they kind of can't because they sell so much out of. Is it take what, more time to make a mead? Yes, like a lot more than time. beer. Yes, it takes more time to make mead. It ta- I take that back. I've made a mead in thirty days that was drinkable. That was very good. Okay, normally, right. what would it be? Normally, it's uh, six months to a year, sometimes more than Holy that. Holy shit. Like, you know, Mike uh, Mike and Julie Holmes? Yeah. I know you met them. Mike, Mike's been making mead for probably 20-plus years, at least 20 years. Um, he doesn't, his process, and, he, and he's he's got it dialed in. He's He is he knows his shit. I, if I remember correctly, he'll, he'll make up his, you know, honey and mix your honey in your water and pitch the yeast and yeast nutrient. And then he won't even think about that mead for a year. Then I'll go in and test it. If he thinks it's right, then it'll go into another vessel for another six months or eight months to age and settle out and clarify it. Then it'll go into bottles. So the thing about it is it occupies a lot of space, but if you were to plan and do this, then you can have it on tap a lot. Yes, you have it. just takes a while to get there. Yes, exactly. Um, Would you, if you had this license, if Blackbridge had this license, would you think you would try Probably have one or two on tap. A batch? Yeah. A batch? Yeah, absolutely. And it would be a special occasion kind of thing. Because honey is really expensive, especially where we are, because it's getting cheaper because there's so many people that have hives. Right. They're starting Um, to, yeah, people are doing their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. And then you've got the the bee guy. Uh, I can never remember his name. The Beezerk honey guy. The semi-local guy? No, very local. He's in Kingman. Uh, okay. And he's one of those guys that it, you call, you reach out to him if you've got like an infestation, like you got you yeah, the, bees. When, when they're traveling, when they're doing their thing, and the queen is in the middle of it, and everybody freaks well, out. Oh, my God. They all land. And they, they hang out for a little bit no, usually, like a, and then they leave. No, 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 no. I mean, when, oh, if they're, like, they're, if they're you, living there. Like, like We've got bees around our house. Yeah, you probably got a hive in a hole in the wall or something mm-hmm. like that. And he'll go and say, don't kill them. Don't call a pest control company. Mm-hmm. I'll come and take care of it for free. Just let me have the bees. So the mm-hmm. dude, I think he has like twenty or thirty hives. Wow! Because he's got shitloads of of honey. But 
it's just not as cheap as it would be someplace that has more vegetation and blossoms. Which right, just, so I he, mean, it's just the nature. He does of the sell the honey locally. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So where where is uh, let's talk about bees Zurich. Maybe they can uh, we can get a couple jars of honey out of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> where where do the uh, where is it available? Do you know? I have in seen town? it at multiple. I've seen it at gas stations. I've also okay. seen it at. Uh, the health food store, the uh, Natural Planet here in town in Kingman. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, West of Third should carry it. I I think you're right, and you know what? They might, or they might carry somebody else's local sure. honey. Because I know he's not the only game in town, but he's he's the only one I've ever come across really. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I would I, I would love love for Blackbridge to have. So have what is the if we were allowed to? It would be great. It's it just if and you changes. would you're confident that if they were to all of a sudden happen, that you would say let's just make a fucking keg of it or whatever that or a smaller batch. Yeah, absolutely, and just make it happen. Yep. What is the? I know everything's different alcohol. But what is the ABV normally of an average mead? Probably starts uh, average mead twelve percent. Oh, it's up there. It's a, it's yeah. a wine. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a honey wine. That's the simplest way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's sugar and water and yeast. But there's also different. That's just straight up mead. Um, there's different varieties of mead that have different uh, different ingredients added to them. Melomel is an old, very old mead style, and that has fruit added to it. So there's various flavors of there's blackberry and apple and cherry and all the all manner of fruit. That's a melomel. Then you have piment, which is a mead that has that's fortified with wine or with grape must. So you have that like that. There's 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 tons of variations on it. The woman you spoke with there, does she let you or did you ask her and did she tell you how long they normally? process you know from start to finish you know what i neglected to do so okay. and i don't know i think it's mostly because i already kind of know the process because i've made it right. a few times myself. so it can be as quick as a couple months you're saying uh yeah i mean and i think uh, tim and i talked about this tim schritter and i talked about this years ago um and he made one he won made one of the best tasting meads i've ever had and i think it was like 35 days from adding uh, you know, warm water to honey, pitching honey, uh, yeast nutrient. It was like a whole, it, was, it wasn't just yeast nutrient. It was a handful of other things too because honey is not very nutrient rich. Mm-hmm. Beer, you know, when you make the beer, like the, the what's called wort, like it's pre-beer, you know, it's really sweet. It's mm-hmm. a young beer. It's before it's been, you know, fermented. Has a ton of different um, <clears throat> vitamins or minerals and things like that that yeast need to survive uh, or at least thrive, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and that comes from the grain. Right, and the hops as well. Well, you don't have grain or hops in uh, in mead unless you've added it, but but traditionally you don't have that. Okay, and it it's mead's just it's just fructose. Like it's a and it, obviously there's other shit in it too, but like there's not a lot of that stuff has nutrients, so you have to add stuff to get the yeast to do the job faster. Otherwise, it'll just take six months or a year so, to do it. So you can speed that process up, but some traditionalists are like, yeah, I don't like to do that. Da, da, da. But the bottom line is, is that I've had, I've had meads that are two years old that they're you know aged two years and then put into a bottle and then aged you know bottle aged for another year, and I've had a mead you know side by side with a mead that was made in thirty or forty five days and I really couldn't tell the difference other than the different kinds of honey that they use. Okay, so it's not unusual to have a mead that from they started the process to bottling the whole thing to be around for a number of years before Absolutely. they serve it. Yeah, is this probably kind of the normal thing if you were to go to Sweden now? I think so. Go, okay, I so would think so, but I'm not a hundred percent positive. But I, I would I I'd be willing to bet yes that that's the typical a typical mead is is a minimum year it's going to take so time. again it's more like a wine in a way where it could <laughs> Very be much six so. months or a year but usually a couple few years it starts getting good which is why you can't make it under certain licenses I because they treat it like a wine and uh, it's kind of a, okay. it's kind of lame yeah. I, most of arizona's liquor laws are so archaic and it's nothing it's not anybody trying to keep anybody down it's that they were created so long ago that 
there was no metery 30 years ago. There wasn't even one in the state probably until like 10 years ago, nine years ago when Superstition opened up. You know, the so, first distillery in the state. Uh, Desert Diamond Distillery. Right, I, I, about, yeah. about a half a mile from here. Yep, yeah. Which I still blows my mind. Yeah. It's incredibly and, blows my it blows my mind. And listening to uh, his, you know, their story, you know, that time we sat and listened to him, <laughs> I asked, I yeah. was like, man, you need to read Sam Calagione's book. And he goes, I don't know who that is. I said, he's the guy that started Dogfish Head. He goes, oh yeah, I've had their beer, they're great. And I said, yeah, his story is very similar to yours. He goes, yeah, how so? I said, well, when Sam Calagione in the like late '90s, he wanted to start Dogfish Head. Uh, he started buying equipment and learning how to do this and do that and brewing and this and that. He felt comfortable. He said, all right, I'm going to go to a bank and get a loan. And start and then, my and, brewery. And, and yeah. start a brewery. And then he come to find out uh, that uh, microbreweries are illegal in the state of Delaware. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> you can't do that. You, yeah, yeah you I got the money. I'm ready to go. Yeah, no, 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 you, no, you, no can't, you can't do that You can't here. do that. So he had to, it took him another, I think, two years of legislative work just to get laws changed and, and create some regulation for that. And he, the reason why Delaware now has... 40 or 50 microbreweries is because of what Sam Calagione did. Wow. So, uh, the very similar Desert, story, Desert yeah. Diamond, very similar story because there hadn't been a distillery in this state since prior to Prohibition. I think he, uh, legal when one. he talked about this, he did have, it took effort on his part to make this happen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. A right. lot of effort. Yeah. Now, um, is there another distillery yet? I say the first, maybe the only one. Is there another in, distillery in the state? In the state now? Oh they, shit! Yeah, there's a couple dozen, if not more than. Oh, that. so they yeah. he kind of he he paved the way. I think Prescott has two. Oh, okay. And then uh, I know there's multiple down in, in Phoenix, and I I've had some a uh, couple different. I've actually had a bourbon from Tucson that was uh, incredible. All those places should should send him a bottle of whiskey or whatever the heck they're doing. And say, I would th- ho- thank you very much. I would fucking hope so. I would hope that they do that already. It's like us podcasting people should give a thank you out to Adam Carolla for. Battling those assholes that were trying to stop yeah, the, podcasting. The, 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 um, yeah, what was that thing? It was like the tape trading things. It was the um, what it was is you would send them a dollar and they would send you a tape, a cassette tape, right? And then it went over to MP3s or something like that. It was like a subscription service. And they tried to say, well, we invented podcasting. Yeah. No, Our, it didn't. It, it was a, yeah, it was a corporation that was in Texas. I believe he had to go to Texas to yeah, sue I, them. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And it cost a chunk of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Because he, he, he threw a lot of horsepower at it because well, he was fighting for what's right and his own income. Yeah, I think it was a couple million bucks. I'll bet you, I'll bet you, because he's got money, obviously, especially right now, but I'll bet you anything that Jimmy Kimmel helped him. Maybe. Because but I feel like Adam Kroll already had a shit ton of money anyway. And when he was doing that fight, Jimmy Kimmel wasn't that big. Because that fight was 10 years ago. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. It was. Regardless, however yeah. he did it, I don't care. I'm yeah. glad that he did but it. But he did. Someone, it takes somebody to do that shit because it's, it's kind of those assholes who, who bought the rights to uh, different drugs and stuff. Remember this? Cra- this you're, you occasionally hear about someone who bought the right to some drug or medicine or something, and then they're trying to resell it, like make 8,000% profit. Oh, or, w- yeah. This has happened a couple different. With the insulin well, was one of them, I think. Insulin's, it's, insulin is still one of them. Insulin oh, is God. one of the easiest uh, one of the easiest it's, treatments, uh, to, or one of the easiest substances on earth to make. To and it's make. One, and in, like in Canada, it's like, it's like not even, it's like less... It's almost free. It's, yeah, it's almost free. It's like less than one percent the cost of uh, for per dose uh, right. that it is here in the states. But that's it has to do with the healthcare industry being unchecked and unregulated and just Yay. corrupt as fuck. Yeah, free enterprise. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, that reminds me of uh, of yeah, the other kind of control people wanted to have, and um, thank God for long form podcasting. I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah, there is something to be said for a long conversation, and I know that. Joe Rogan is polarizing these days, but I don't give a shit. Like the dude asks questions and and gets answers. Mm-hmm. 
And one of the things that one of one of the main points that he has stressed over and over and over again, and most people that are in journalism, most serious journalism journalists, agree that two or three minutes on you know on on television is not enough time to explain your point, and nope. things get lost and things get spun. Yep. A long form podcast interview back and forth, asking tough questions, and you're given enough time to answer. You expose yourself being either good or bad, and I think that's a really, really good thing, especially in the quote-unquote land of free speech. Right. And podcasting anybody with, like, 50 bucks, not even 50 bucks. Right. Like, you know there's podcasts, like, hosting services where they'll, they, it's essentially free. Um, so if you have a microphone, which most people do, they get a pair of headphones with their phones. With their phones. Right, yeah, or just right use there. the microphone on your phone. You can re- record whatever content you I want. I think most of it's there. done that way. I just subscribed to another podcast, which is kind of, I can't remember what it is, but it's a well-known yeah. organization, and it sounds terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Remember anyway. when we recorded us yeah. driving to Phoenix on, yes. on our phone? Yes. Or on a phone? And it sounded fine? Yeah. Like, how the fuck did these podcasts, like, I, I don't mean to, like, their content on this podcast is absolute garbage, and we know that. Right. But the sound quality is pretty goddamn good, comparatively speaking. And you and I have talked about this before. It's like the majority of podcasts sound like shit. Like it's recorded in a dumpster with the lid shut. Yeah. Are you guys going to a bathroom on purpose to yeah, do this? Yeah, right. Are you both taking a dump right now? Trying in the to get bathroom? the echo as bad as it can yeah. be. And oh my god. god if you're going to record in a bathroom, at least get the bathroom attendant involved. Be like, hey man, use him as your sound guy. Right. So fortunately, I mean, we, we spent a little bit of money, but not that much. And then we had you had a good uh, we had a good you had a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, I got and, a guy uh, that taught me. He's, <laughs> yeah, that was good old Dano. He said uh, after you gave me the crash course, crash course in sound editing took about six, seven, eight hours on like a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I pretty much had it from there. But then when I was done, he goes, "All right, I just gave you like fifty, sixty thousand dollars of broadcasting, like like his school, the, his degree." And he goes, <laughs> forty, fifty thousand dollars worth just, in he, that eight hours. He boiled it down to, you know, all the other shit's fluff yeah. and bullshit. And I didn't have to beer bong anything. It was crazy. <laughs> like, I got all that college learning experience without the, the you know, potential alcohol poisoning and right. pregnancy scares. Right. So it was great. Thanks, Dano. Yeah, no, we, we appreciate that. We are, our, our stuff sounds pretty good. In the space we're now is a little bit better than the other space, so mm-hmm. that, that helps too, but... But it, um, yeah. Anyhow, I can't remember what the point was with the whole. You know, it had to do with the meat and who can make it and all that kind of nonsense. Well, yeah. You know? let, uh, well, all, all the pe- you said all the people. Or anybody that owns a distillery in oh, uh, in Arizona should be owes, thinking owes Desert, Desert Diamond. Diamond. Yeah, you know, a debt of gratitude, just like any podcaster out there worth a damn um, owes Adam Kroll a shitload. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I didn't even know about that. It was before you ever brought it up to me. I didn't know about that thing that happened with Adam Kroll. It was Charlie Roosh that told me that. Okay. Because he he's dedicated every single day, listens to Adam Carolla. And he's got multiple day. podcasts he does, <laughs> yeah. plus other people. He's He has an umbrella that other people are under him, too. Yeah, but. absolutely. He has a whole, uh, well, he's got a, a broadcasting an, or it, podcasting studio. I think it has multiple studios. Man, it's like an industry for him. It's a, or yeah. it's a, it's definitely his main business. Which is smart. Right I think yeah. that's great because people pay him money for air, for, for uh, recording yep. time, just yep. like you would at a recording studio. Yep. Well, it is a recording studio. But I also know he has... Um, he has a fiber. I listened to his show a while back, and he was talking about a setup. And Jesus Christ, like professional the recording stuff. The, yeah, yeah, he has a he has a fiber line. He had fiber run to his his warehouse or whatever. whatever I think it's like that, a warehouse. I, yeah. I'm sure it's an industrial park or something. I think like that. because I think it's cars are next door and stuff too. Yeah, all that this, makes sense. It's all in the same sort of. It'd be like if his cars were out there and this were actually a built out 
studio only space. That's right. kind of what he does. And I think he has four or five studios that are outfitted with at least four microphones and a mixing board and a producer on the other side of the glass. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Like bands have recorded there. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 He's got, it's that, it's that good of a setup. But anyway. Getting deep in the weeds here, folks. Sorry, yeah, podcasting one hundred and one. Podcasting one hundred and one. Well, we've been. Doing, I also was thinking about this too because there were some. You know, I don't know how many podcasts are out there right now. Speaking of the topic dragging on, um, but uh, I was just happy to realize one morning as I woke up um, that uh, we've been doing this for how long now? Oh, this is episode two hundred and fifty. That's not what I mean. So two hundred and fifty weeks. Or nah, not yeah, not quite that many. Yeah, actually, a little longer than that because of weeks we've had to skip and right, things so like that. So five years, about that. Twenty sixteen. So we were doing it before it really got super popular. Yeah, kind of. I think it was where like it was going. Yeah, it was it going was, that way. Yeah, it was heading up that way. But now there's a lot more podcasts than it's true than there were then. Yeah, but a lot of them drop off too. There were some that I really really enjoyed that I kind of went back to. And oh, let me, I haven't listened to that one in a while. Some design and ar- architectural thing. Yeah, I'm thinking about building something else now, and and like, wow, they haven't recorded in three years. Yeah, and that so a lot of shit kind of just drops off. No, it's still so. out there in the in the metaverse, right? But you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, the <laughs> Facebook changing their name to Meta, but not really. Yeah, like your app is still going to be called Facebook. It's still right. Facebook Marketplace, just be under the umbrella of Meta. Look, I've been involved, not involved, I've been interested in technology for 17, 18 years now, really, really following it, mm-hmm. tech blogs, things like that, Ars Technica, Gizmodo, uh, even a shout out to Josh Gagno, Slashdot, which is the OG, I don't know if you've ever been to Slashdot before, no, Slashdot. Dot, not heard of. Slashdot.org is probably the oldest still functioning uh, tech news website mm-hmm. on the planet. And I've been visiting there pretty much every, at least every other day f- since about 2002. So a long fucking time. And I can tell you, when these tech companies start changing their names, it's kind of the end. It's usually the sign of the end. So it's going to be uh, so interesting. People, people are thinking about that. I've, I've watched these business shows, too. They're talking about Facebook, and the stock's dropping some. It's not tanking, but it's dropping some. And they're wondering where it's going to go and all that. They're still the biggest monster out there. So I w- if it's going to f- fail ultimately, let's say the next handful of years, or just really get knocked down, what is out there now is not going to take it over. It's going to be something new it's going to have to... Well, yeah, just like Facebook knocked out MySpace, and MySpace knocked out Friendster, and so on and so forth right. when it comes to social but media. Facebook so far has been there the longest, and they're Facebook the biggest. Facebook has been there, and they're the... They're, they're a monster. They are a monster, absolutely, yeah. in, in, in size and practice. Yeah. And the... Congress is finding out about it. Law, the the law, the, the lawmakers and uh, regulation, uh, the regulatory, you know, folks are finding out about this shit. And and emails are coming out, oh, and things are getting exposed. It's and pretty fucking that. damning. It There's is. some real damning evidence there. Yeah. Um. But I mean, no matter what, like, there's always going to be some sort of social media. We're too we're too far deep into that. Uh, yeah, there's going to be something. It's, it's kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, eh, those Catholics, eh, they're probably going to go away. No, there's always going to be some sort of religion, just like there's always going to be some sort of mm-hmm. uh, social media out there. So, do you think do you think one of the existing platforms is out there now is going to take a bigger, like, a noticeable chunk out of Facebook, or do you think something is not quite that's not even out there yet? Like, someone's going to put something together and it's going to take the metaverse. 
I don't think <laughs> so. Storm. Un- here's here's the thing. Unless major changes to Instagram happen, mm-hmm. which Instagram it's is a start of, of, it's part face- of Facebook. Mm-hmm. So and, and I can't I could see Instagram staying sticking around and staying popular as long as they don't um change their shit too much and open it up to where what Facebook did. Mm-hmm. Um there's not a lot of discussions that go on on Instagram. You know what I mean? It's just comment, 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 few replies. Some people are arguing, but it's nowhere near it's a couple pictures there's or a no, quick little video clip or something. There's no, yeah. yeah. And there's no groups. Yes. Of, you know, all that shit. Like, that's yeah. where Facebook started going downhill is when they started having these different groups, the watch, neighborhood watchdog groups and this and that and the other mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And you get all these people of litter like-minded. Millions of political, political groups. There you go. Political groups, all that shit. And they're in their own uh, echo chamber, bouncing back and forth. And that's and, why we all hate each other right now. Yeah. It's because it's, of that. Yeah. It's, it's so incredibly divisive. It's bad. It's fucking toxic. Mm-hmm. So unless Instagram makes some major changes or... Twitter becomes easier for folks who aren't exactly tech savvy to figure it out because Twitter is kind of they yeah. made very few changes to Twitter right. in you like, have to know like, how to manage and sim- yeah. symbolize and, and push things and all that shit and more. navigate like it, it's not that easy to navigate right. I mean you, you comparatively speaking right you know and it's uh it's all mostly text and, and pictures and very very short videos it's not long form anything you're you can't comment the I remember when the big to do was when they went from uh it was 140 characters to 200 oh, or something that, like yeah. that. That was that people thought that oh that's going to be it. Twitter's going to be new Facebook and da 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 da. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. man, as long as they don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. So unless those two platforms make major changes, I don't know that there's anybody out there that that could go. Google tried, but that was Google that was, tried um, with the Google. Oh, what the fuck was that called? That didn't work. No, it was a terrible <laughs> fucking tragedy, and it was like. It was within six months. People it was the like, Zune of... Uh, it really was the Zune. <laughs> it was the Zune of social media. <laughs> what a goddamn boondoggle. I can't remember what the Google social media thing was. That's how awesome it was. Yeah, it was that awesome. I know that I got an invite to it very early on just from you know from a friend. So uh, when Obama ran, he used Facebook quite heavily. This was a while back, yeah. obviously. Trump was the Twitter guy. Yeah, you know, so that was very political too, and there, that got people on Twitter more than it normally would have. Are we being invaded? It sounds like we're being invaded. What is that sound? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe one of those aviating machines, flying. Could, could box be the aliens, or they usually operate at three in the morning around is, here. Oh, but so maybe they're off. Maybe they, maybe they're coming in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a good answer to the what will take over if Facebook does fail. I don't think Facebook's going to completely ever go away. Right. But I don't. I have a feeling that its days are numbered as being the powerhouse. So you think it might just kind of spread out a little bit more? People get sick of it. Some people are kind of dropping off. I've seen people drop off for a while, but then I, they come back. I've seen a lot of people drop off and never look back. Okay. Uh, a lot of them are younger folks, and I and when I say younger, I mean younger in attitude. I don't mean younger as far as age on the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would honestly, if it weren't for having to manage several uh, business pages, the podcast page, Blackridge page, a few others, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have Facebook either. But they require you to have a personal account to manage those pages. Yeah, because exactly I really right. kind of don't give a shit. Yeah, and that's why the same thing for me too. I, I could see me. Well, m- most of my posts and stuff are business oriented. Right. The vast majority of them are. So that's I got to have, like you just pointed out, you've got to have a personal account. And most of them, I would say, the vast majority is what we're doing here, and or different events that we're doing. When I had my big uh, fight a few years ago, yeah. it was heavily done yeah. on Facebook. Absolutely. And I don't know if it would have been as successful if it wasn't on there. I, I don't know. I, I would tend to agree with you on that because that's how you rallied troops to yeah. 
to speak at city council meetings and if certain and money's coming up if something's happening right now and here's a way to get it out but it was it's a good way to disseminate information but unfortunately a good way to disseminate inf- uh, bad information as well yeah and that's the that's a oh god it's such a problem and can we just talk about the fact that i didn't know this i heard this on on the way back from prescott this morning i was listening to npr because it was early in the morning and uh they were talking about the there's uh a critical uh a critical shortage of cybersecurity professionals in the united states I knew that there was a shortage. I didn't realize how many positions were over. It's something over 60,000. It's like 62,000 positions that are open, and nobody's studying for them. So Microsoft is jumping at it and supplying uh, and and kind of making it not free, but you'd have to work for Microsoft for a couple years. They'll pay for you to get a certificate in cybersecurity at community colleges, and they're going into little tiny towns. I bet you that's one reason Microsoft stock is is going way up right now, too, and there's a lot of discussion with Microsoft right now. I wonder if that's one of the reasons is their cybersecurity efforts going to be expanding into that more. If If you had to do it, you got to do it, and that's the world we live in now well, and the, the reason i bring up cybersecurity is that uh it's very easy for you to just be in russia use a v- vpn or in china or anywhere else and fuck with people and fuck with people which we found out in the 2016 election was 100 percent the case i'm sure it was the same in 2018 i'm sure it's going to keep going until we plug those holes and, and there, you have to have people to do that there were there were numerous posts many 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 that were made that didn't seem like it was from a real person or like local person that I would go back and battle occasionally and I would then I would start saying certain words or certain replies it became really obvious to me this was not a local real per- it may have been right. a person but they weren't local well and there are there are you know there's uh cd places on the internet that you can just pay somebody in yep Bitcoin, to, to, Bitcoin to, Venmo, to fuck whatever, with, or to fuck know. with this town. Yeah, exactly. You, you could do that. Give them just basic data points of how what you want them to say, and they'll yep. just do it because it, you paid them five hundred dollars to do I, it. I wouldn't be surprised if there was people were people in this town doing just that for certain elections I'm we sure had here. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't me. And cybersecurity folks would take care of something like that. But and you have we to got have the humans. Our, to our do city it. got fucked with. It got. Uh, oh yeah. It got. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, the, it, the, the, it there uh, was a. It was a breach. Hack. Yeah, breach. It was. Breach. It was uh, uh, and shut the city down. For, credit card numbers, all sorts yeah. of shit from like uh, <clears throat> uh, the municipal. It was like municipal pay system. Yeah, it was last year, and it, it was. It got fucked for a while. A lot of. It people. was shut down for a long time. Yeah. Should we take a break? No, I think we're about done, actually. No, we're not, because there's another topic I wanted to talk Jesus about. Jesus Christ, all right. I'll, all right, I'll wait till the next recording. It's cool. It's no, cool. No, we're, no, no, we're done. No, we're not done. No, we'll be back, folks. We're okay. going to take a break. Hold me close this magic spell you cast This is La Vie en Roses When you kiss me I'm inside And though I close my eyes I see La Vie en Roses When you press me to your heart I'm in a world apart A world of roses
All I want to do now is get married. Yeah, right? That's Paco <laughs> Bell's canon in D minor, folks. Paco Bell's canon in D minor. Not Taco Bell's canon, which is a sex maneuver. Which is exact. <laughs> Taco Bell's canon. Oh, God, you know it's involving scat. You just know it is. You're so fucking nasty. That's the song, folks. We couldn't remember. I'm sure you all were oh. screaming in your cars or however you listen to us. I'm so sorry we couldn't come up with that. By the wooden AM pointy radio that they're sitting around. The, uh, yeah, uh, the, the talkie. The one, the one that Franklin D. Roosevelt had oh, the, when God the war started. damn it. <laughs> yeah, lo- welcome to Fireside Chats with Paul and Joe. <laughs> yes, Paco Bell's Canon in D minor. That was a song I was thinking about. That is, like, We've all heard that at weddings. It's everywhere. Also, the chord structure of it is uh, very uh, has heavily influenced uh, pop music. And, folks, I encourage you to look out, uh, seek out... He's a comedian, and I can't think of his name, but he's from Australia, and he goes through, he talks about, he has a bit where he talks about Paco Bell's canon in D minor. Oh, you're talking about the popular new-ish, not new, not old, but he's on the circuit now, a guy, um, comedian from Australia. This is a 15-year-old YouTube video, at least. Never mind. Yeah, it's very grainy, but it's it's funny how he goes through, and and he plays a bunch of pop songs that are based around that chord structure. Oh, that sounds like a pretty funny yeah, bit. It is funny. It's educational, and then you'll never be able to hear those songs or that that one piece ever again the same way. But and they the came tr- from that because that was a classical piece of music. That's how a lot classical. of music yeah. comes from. It, no, it absolutely does. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the version I will say of uh, La Vie en Rose. Yeah, this is the one that when Joe officiated that that she uh, uh, did the march, if you will, down the aisle, right. Yes. To this song that Joe's about to play yeah, for it's, you. Uh, I'm not going to play the yeah. whole thing, but it's uh, right. La Vie en Rose by Emily Watts. Originally, uh, it was Louis Armstrong. That's the that's the original version. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, that's enough of that. Good for her. You know what I mean? Good for her for doing that. I I just, I'm so impressed that she chose that, specifically that version, because it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Also, for the record, that's not a guitar in there. Do you know what instrument that is? Uh, A a lute? No. Oh. Close, though. It's an auto harp. Okay. Yeah. You can kind of tell because it has a real high-pitched kind of tinny sound to it. It almost sounds like a... lute kind of does. Yes, also, it does. Yeah. But the auto harp, you can kind of also hear when they change the chord, you can hear it sliding. And you remember, the? do you guys have auto harps in elementary school? Junior high, maybe? Oh, I don't think we did. Wow. I don't know. Fucking Troy City Schools, auto man. Harp. Shout out to Troy City Schools. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But yeah, we learned how to play, not, not professionally, obviously, but like I remember playing the auto harp a bunch. Like we did that every bit as much as we played recorders. Mm-hmm. And the, the you don't. You're strumming and then you're moving slides back and forth, and okay. you can hear it sliding in there, and it has that high pitched, yeah, kind of tinny sound. And I, I think it's beautiful. And so, when she said, "Yeah, this is the this is the version I'm going to play," my walk down the aisle, I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is beautiful." I love mm-hmm. that song anyway, mm-hmm. but it, the best version, my favorite, is uh, Edith Piaf, like the the famous French uh, vocalist. Mm-hmm. She did, I think, the most beautiful version of that song, and it's all in French, as opposed to Louis Armstrong, who sang the verse in English and then uh, his version of French <laughs> for mm-hmm. the, for the uh, chorus. Anyhow. 
Uh, now that that's settled, Paco Bell's canon yeah. in D minor is a song. Taco Bell's canon is a sex move. <laughs> I shit you not, folks. I said Paco Bell's canon. And I went, And what? he goes, what? I'm like, <laughs> and I just let him marinate on that. He goes, Taco Bell's canon? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, do we, you, you claim we did not talk about the movie Draft Day. I'm, I, I'm imagining I've, this. I don't even know what the movie Draft Day is. Okay, it's Kevin Costner and... Uh, and we're he, done here. I think we're done. He did Waterworld, and that's it. We're done. That's, look, like, done. Everybody he, gets one du- duff, you know? Oh, really? Just the one? What about the postman? Okay, everybody gets a couple. Uh, really? <laughs> we're going to... W- w- yeah, Waterworld... Oh. Okay, Postman was Waterworld Part 2 with Mail. I, I, or no, I that's it. what that's what they should have called it. Waterworld Two. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. I am funny. Um. Uh. So it's uh draft day is about the the NFL draft. Shocking. Okay. Yeah. And so it's Kevin Costner is responsible for that. Whatever team it, I can't remember what it even is now, and uh and uh, he's gotten uh, divorced. I guess and he's probably in his forties in this movie. Or a little bit older, and he's the, his new squeeze is Jennifer Garner. Okay. Okay, and uh, I've always liked her a lot. I've, I've, for whatever reason, she has I've, good I've bone structure. Her. She really does. That's maybe that's one of the reasons. Darker hair, that kind of thing. But, but in this movie, if you would ever stumble across this movie, for God knows why you want to watch it, it's done pretty well actually. I think I don't care about draft football stuff, but really, what the hell was that? It's uh, Group Me. It's what I was. T- you know, it's the gr- notification was on. Sorry about that. It's your fucking sex app, whatever. So, okay. um. It's not grope me. It's, 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 it's group me. It's, <laughs> it's just fucking Tinder for old folks. Right now, it's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> so for some reason, I watched 42. And, oh, it's a baseball movie. So then I, I watched more sports stuff. So I watched, uh, 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 God damn it. Draft Day. Draft Day. Give- no, before that, I watched the other baseball movie with, uh, with uh, Kevin Costner. Brad uh, Pitt. Who is uh, Moneyball. Moneyball? Moneyball, great movie. And I thought, oh, I want to watch Drafting now because it's giving a suggestion because this guy must love sports and all kinds of things have to do with it, which I really don't at this point. I should, sure, I haven't seen that. Wow, well, I, oh, I forgot Jennifer Garner's in this. Then I forgot how great. If you just want to see a a uh, a a, uh, a girlfriend or a relationship where people in the office know they're probably dating or seeing each other, but no one's saying anything, right? That's not what the movie's about. You know, it's about it's it's not even about draft day, really. Most movies aren't really about the movie itself. Right. You know what I mean? That's just the vehicle they use to tell some personal story or some conflict or whatever the hell it is. So there's some family issues and things like that, but it's all about the draft day and how it's finagling and how he got all these different players and stuff. But she, then they kind of figure out that she's the girlfriend. But there's things going on in the office during draft day, and she works in the office too as some other finance person or something. And things are getting heated with their family. They just lost their father, who was also in the, who was a coach for whatever the Bengals or whatever the heck it was, uh, or the Browns. Can't even remember. Um, and uh, and her as a role of a girlfriend, female friend, or any doesn't matter what what gender you are, is just fucking stellar. You know, because she's she's classy. She knows when when and when not to say certain things, and knows how to not upset him because this is draft day and her, her his father died not that long ago and they're losing some of their players and and the girlfriend's mad because i think she she's pregnant that happened like that morning like they'd learned that she was pregnant and he was like holy shit you know and so it's just one of those pressure filled days but she is so let's say supportive 
and not supportive or getting in the way. It's just a perfect fucking role. I'm telling you right now, it's a perfect role for her. And I think that's the kind of relationship you need. Or if you're about to start a relationship, or this is the kind of person that you need that's going to be a team player, you if you will. You need someone who can complement your good qualities and, and bad qualities, and, right. and, and vice versa. That I think that's the that's right. the key. And he was going through some shit. She's smart enough to recognize it, and again, know when she's she can't she can't be too supportive in certain scenes and stuff because of their they lost their father. But she can't be, you know what I mean? She can't mm-hmm. be there because it'd be obvious that they're seeing each other in a certain way. But she just says certain things and is there just the right time and not there when she doesn't need to be. I don't know. It's hard to. I'm not doing a great job explaining this, but it was like, yep, that's it. That's what everybody needs if they're going to be in a relationship. Yeah. Someone to figure this out, be dialed in or engaged enough to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I know there's nothing really add to that, Joe. I just had to. I've never seen the movie. I'm not a huge Jennifer Garner fan. Okay. You know what sucks about Jennifer Garner is that I, it's, not the, it's not about her, it's about uh, <clears throat> her roles. I can't recall ever watching a movie where I was like, wow, I really like this actress. She always plays these roles where I'm like, what an asshole. Maybe I right. should watch this movie and get a better taste. Because honestly, the last movie I think I saw her in, shit, it was honestly, it was Juno. Do you remember that? The, and we talked about that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and she was she sucked in that movie. Okay. Actually, her and her husband that were adopting the baby from, from the, you know, teen, the pregnant teen. Right. Her and her husband both kind of sucked. But I liked him better because... At least he was real about everything. He was right. real. About, he's like, look, man, I'm in my 40s. My youth has passed me by, but like, and he worked in A&R at a, at a record company, so he had to like hang out with a lot of younger people. Kind of reminded me of, God damn it, Paul. Kind of reminded me of Paul Rudd's character in This Is 40, if you ever saw that. No, I, I didn't. I've, I've, I've oh, seen, it, I remember seeing the. He uh, was the he was forty years old and hanging out with a bunch of got, like, people in their early twenties because that's his job to go to shows to find new talent for a record company. Right. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so and Jennifer Garner was just like, I want a baby. I want this. And then he goes and he and he the dude honestly like it was Jason Bateman, the actor. His character said, uh, you know, we've tried and not been able to conceive and not had a viable pregnancy multiple times. Maybe we're just not supposed to have kids, and she just flew off the fucking handle on him. Right. Now, granted, maybe knowing when to say the right things uh, is is. Well, it, it is, sounds is like it just the thing. opposite character kind of person okay. from when she was in draft. And, and she she was just completely all over the fucking place, and she was awful. She just sucked. No, she was kind um, of the the rock in this. It was an Electra. Do you ever see Electra? No, I'm trying to think of other movies that she was in though that I've seen her. I was I, I was very happy when I, when she and Ben Affleck broke up. Oh, great, she's available. I I <laughs> shit. I was happy when they broke up because fucking she's because you didn't like her. No, yeah. I don't like her. I like Ben Affleck. Maybe she's not toxic. Maybe she's maybe not she really sucks, like dude. It. What you don't know? What, what if she's you don't know if she's toxic? She, maybe she's secretly like a bigot. Maybe she is. Maybe, she's like she's like I don't like. She's her. probably the manufacturer of all the MAGA f- hats and stuff. Oh God. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I'm not saying I'm against MAGA hats. I just wouldn't I, I wear just, one. I'm not gonna she wear, has like sweat, little sweatshops over in China. Yeah. I'm not going to wear any political fucking hat or shirt. I'm just not going to. No. I don't care how much I love any president. I'm not going to. Not going to do it. I might wave an American flag at a uh, political rally, Joe. Right. But I'm not going to wear a shirt for any fucking candidate. So let's go down her greatest hits on IMDb. The highest rated ones, Alias, the TV show, which I never saw a single episode of. Neither did I. 13 going on 30. Nope, never saw that. Nah, didn't see that where she, uh, uh, 
Was she get aged? Yeah, she was thir- She was a 13-year-old girl that somehow woke up 30. I don't remember how it worked. I remember watching it as a date movie and was like, this movie sucks. Okay. And I still don't like Jennifer Garner. Oh, my God. Joe's got Jennifer Garner. She was in Daredevil and played Elektra. Awful fucking movie. Right. Juno, fantastic movie, played an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bunch of movies I've never even fucking heard of. Right. I'm going to say Draft Day was... It wasn't... There wasn't any uh, super strong... She was the most... Um, uh, prominent female, like say, or female actor in, uh-huh. in, in this than than all of my believe. I gotta think about it, but it wasn't a major major role. It would have been best supporting actress, even though there's not a uh, a higher actress in the in the movie. I believe she's so forgettable to me that I f- I, I don't even remember her character. She was in Dallas Buyers Club. <sighs> I don't even remember her being in it. Oh my god, this is so bad. I'm honestly scrolling back through like through her IMDb listing of movies she's been in. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying to find something where I well, where I, I like. You're, you're gonna hate my announcement because she and I are now dating. Oh god, damn it! Well, there goes the podcast, folks. <laughs> I was she trying was to in, break it in gently and tell you what a great <laughs> role she had in this one movie. She and was that in. It uh, didn't work. Catch me if you can. Okay. I don't remember her character in that. She was in Pearl Harbor. I'm trying to think when I. Oh, when here I, it is. When I started liking her, she was in Dude, Where's My Car? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. That movie was terrible. Except I rolled over laughing. I ra- raffled. Raffled. Uh, <laughs> um, the, and then no, no, oh, not that one. No. When they're what's what's your say? Sweet. sweet. What's your say, dude? dude. And they kept going. No. What's your say, sweet? <laughs> that one. I lost it. I don't remember the rest that, of it. It's terrible. That, the fucking the drive-through. That drive-through scene is the only and scene then, in that yeah. whole. And then yeah. and now and then. <laughs> like I, that. Fucking, okay, those that, two scenes. But like, but I. I was the same way. I was like side splitting, fucking hurt myself. But the rest of it, one scene. But the rest of it was garbage. And yes, I was smoking was. lots of weed back then. And yeah, it still it wasn't that been funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh yeah, she was in Mr. Magoo. <laughs> okay, so she she's not an episode a- of Spin City where she played person walking by. So we're not gonna call her an A-list actor, right? You know what? the The most A-list thing about her is that she slept with Ben Affleck. Okay, I mean, honestly, I, okay. we'll just throw that out there. Okay, and can we just talk about the fact that fucking like uh, uh, Ben Affleck and uh, J-Lo are back together, and I'm just so fucking happy about are that. Are they really? Yeah, they're for a that. few months now, man. Yeah. Pretty mm. fucking rad. And it's like the early 2000s. Once you have Reekin, you... Uh, oh, God. Uh, I can't, I'm thinking so to rhyme with... spicy. I think to rhyme with a Reekin. I can't... Uh, and, and J-Lo is like 60 or something. No, she's like 55. A few years younger than me, yeah. She's and just she just did a movie where she was a stripper, like right. two years ago. Right. I can't remember that. Or knows it was it a, sh- a it's movie? It's gotta be spicy and volatile, yeah. right? It's like it's like you're gonna go back. To, I'm gonna put my toe back in that one. Fucking well, whatever the hell you want to call honestly, it. Honestly, it kind of reminds me, and I'm not saying this would ever happen, but I can tell you right now that my ex-wife and I get along way better now than when we did when we were young, when we were really when we were together. Like right. not, maybe not when we we're together, together, but like. We see eye to eye on more things than we did, say, twenty years ago. Well, those, we've been divorced like eighteen years. Or hormones something. have changed. Got to be honest, yeah, right? And, and Hopefully, both of you have grown up. We've some. grown up. I've learned so much more about being not being a fucking dipshit, and she's right. just she's matured. She was never really a dipshit. She's always been smart as fuck and good with money and driven and all that. So, like, uh, I can see Ben and Jen <laughs> <laughs> Lopez. Figuring it out. Yeah, now. I can see them like going. Ah, we both went through 
because she was with what's his face, fucking A Rod and Mark Anthony, and, all that. and then he was with Jennifer Garner and whoever. And uh, they're like, you know what? We always worked really well together. Now that we now that we're not in our fucking twenties anymore, we're in like our late forties or into the fifties. We've lived a life. We've got kids. We got this right. and that. Da, da, da. We figured our shit out, and maybe they just mesh better. And I kind of hope that that's what happens. They were pr- when they were younger, and she was really hot, and he was doing. He was getting popular also, and they met each other. They probably were turned on by who they were. Well, remember they were in Geely, right? Did you ever see that movie? No, I I, oh, I remember God. it, but it was oh, yeah, so bad. But um, so now they're more calm, shall we say? It's not quite the same situation. What's so fucked up though is that when you're really young and fertile and all horny for each other, that's when everything else is fucked up in your it's life. It's the worst possible time. But to, yet, but yet, that's when yeah. people breed and they start, and then they have fucked yep. up marriages and with terrible role models, and mm-hmm. then they, you know, and some people stay together and they shouldn't, and then the kids learn that this is the way the fucked up relationship is supposed to be. Not right. w- yeah. that's not a good thing, you know. So you probably should get divorced, or you shouldn't. What? It's just fucked up, right then. Yeah, it's just all fucked up. Everything is backwards, bass backwards. You know, I hate that word. Really, I can't believe I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you said it. You have aged yourself. I did. I did. You aged yourself like ten years just by saying it. Just bass backwards, ass ter- backwards, it's back ass. I, I, I will do my very best. Not or to- saying uh, fam damly. The whole fam damly. I've I don't think I've ever said that. I I I, I don't know why it just like woof, it just. I should have a firearm on the table, and if I say bass backwards again, just do me in. No, I would pistol whip you first. I give well, you yeah. like a warning, just right. boom right across the bow, and go ow, and people would hear it just go clunk. clang. It would be uh, like a, yeah, like a big like a Liberty Bell. <laughs> and now his head has a crack in it, just like a Liberty Bell. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, that's it. Yeah, um, we're not going to do my big topic. Okay. In fact, when we talk about big topic, we're not going to talk about the big topic. I'm just going to talk about it. Okay. So, because now we've talked about other things. We have talked about other things. And I'm just sad that you don't like Jennifer Garner. That's all I'm going to say, folks. I, you know what? I, I I don't. It's not that I don't like her as a person because I've never met her. I can't cast judgment. She's not a heavy hitting actress. Obviously, she's not. She's really not. She's kind of a one trick pony. But that yeah. one trick has made her millions of dollars, and she's right. got some kids with Ben Affleck. They kind of so. put her in the oh, let's get Jennifer Garner to do this because yeah. she's kind of a uh, bitchy, not a very yeah. good person. Like kind I of thing. think that J Lo has done more roles. Uh, better, like I would like agree. More, yeah, yeah. honestly. Right. Yeah. Uh, if but, we're, I mean, if we're just going to compare Ben Affleck's wives, <laughs> but should you trip? <laughs> that's what that's what the show turned into. Is just let's talk about. Well, I mean, and, ben I'm, Affleck. I, and I don't banging. want this to be all uh, uh, fucking female centric and putting down women because Ben Affleck has done some fucking stinkers like yes, like Geely right. and Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor was. Pearl Harbor could have been so much. It really. So I, I much feel better. like it was almost a nation, like a national insult, the way that that, that movie yes. was done. It was Michael Bay. That's the problem. It's just the fucking explosions. Well, there were more than just explosions in, uh, yeah. in fucking Pearl Harbor. It kind of just goes. It matters who's at the helm. It, it matters. Really, yeah. who, it really, really makes That's a huge difference. Who you, directs it? You can't just yeah. have uh, this formulaic. Oh, we're gonna do bombs and fire and things. And yeah, it's just not the way it works. Um, uh, uh, uh oh. If you just happen, if you just happen to trip across it, I know you're not gonna. You want me to watch draft day? Yes, but what I want you All to right. watch first is the 300 foot fucking whatever the damn thing oh, is. God damn Joe. it! The 300 foot journey, 100 foot journey, I'm t- I'm Joe. which doesn't make any sense because it takes place in Europe and they don't use feet there. Like Royale. Oh, <laughs> that's the problem you have with. It. I don't. I have a problem with that. Like if they're like Should be the was, 100 meter journey. If it was the 75 meter journey or something like or that, so. I'd be okay with that. But I don't like. I, I just don't like it. It's the unit of measure that really pisses you off. Yeah, it's right around the gate. Yeah, yeah. If that's the one you should watch, though, forget the title. Make up another title. I'm and joking watch it. about the title. It's just, I know. 
it's a, it's one of those I don't have two hours and fifteen minutes to spare or something like that. But but like you when do, I do, and I think that when you do see this movie, there are movies that I think you have said you should see this movie, Paul. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. I missed that like one. Like Ex Machina. Yes. When I just told you, I'm like, dude, you need to do it. And you didn't even, like, it wasn't even on demand then. You just straight up fucking bought the just DVD bought on Amazon 30 That's seconds right. after I told you about Joe it. Joe told me I'm going to buy it right now, and it's going to be delivered at my so house. So I should return the favor. Yes. Okay. You would love this. You love you love cooking. You love a good story. Yeah. You yeah. love this international kind of movie. There's Jennifer Garner's not in it, right? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> she has a cameo. She's oh, she might be way back in the corner, like of two seconds of customer she, at the restaurant. Yeah, that's you can't even see her. She's not even a fucking like. I, oh I no, I hate saying this. Here man. we go. Go ahead. I don't think Jennifer Garner. I don't think she, I don't think anybody would know who the fuck she is if she wasn't with. If she hadn't been with oh those AT and T commercials, whatever the hell she was on, she was on like on the commercials. There was she a, was oh yeah. For, I think she's on a I think she's on a curtain commercial. I think out curtain there. Curtain commercial. Not a curtain. I'm sorry. Current commercial. Oh, current. Oh, about currants. You know, like raisins. No, not <laughs> <laughs> like black currants. Why does it got to be black? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, speaking of that, you love a, a three hundred foot journey because there's a little bit of racism in there. You know. Why would I love that? Why would you say I'm, that on a I'm recording? I'm not saying you're poor race. Racist. It's not what I'm saying. It's a struggle. It's a fight. It's oh it's, yeah, it's fighting I, I like something. The, under, it's, the underdog thing and a fight, yeah, fighting yeah, yeah, against yeah. things. Okay. I, I really think you'll go. That was a really good movie. Paul. I'm gonna Thank get hashtag for. canceled. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Or now can we be done? Yeah. Can we be done? Let's go downtown and hang out. All right. Let's. Oh, Paul wants me to go downtown. Yeah. That's not what I mean. All right. You folks have a great day. Bye.